Ho, ho, ho. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Join us always on our co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Wednesday, uh, wrapping up the week with some podcasts and find us everywhere you get podcasts uh the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport Football. and bullet ball extreme and uh just show keeping uh show notes you know the the the, the uh show, what, housekeeping housekeeping notes ah! um somebody taking notes yeah uh so, notes somewhere okay um the black friday sale ends this friday mm-hmm. completely so just know that you're hearing our friday. voice before friday at midnight you still got a little chance mm-hmm. um that's number one number two i sent an email out to all the premium folks because uh rapid fees our website that normally hosts the rss feed is down so i sent everybody links uh in the email to the premium shows and you can just copy and paste them into your podcast player apps except spotify which doesn't use mm-hmm. third-party rss feed but mm-hmm. you can copy and paste them into your apps and just use your password that you use on our website not the tbgwt password i'm talking about your username your password and you should get access if you don't get access to the rss feed whether it's for balls esports pregame all the it should be the same for each link email me the blackout test at gmail.com i'll help you reset your password in case you don't get the email or something like that but i sent that email out to everybody who's premium that has you know their account their emails available on the site so you know hopefully that takes care of everything and and until rapid fees gets back up but that's a good workaround the only issue is that it only shows you the last 300 episodes so anything older than 300 episodes ago you have to go to our website to listen um but it shouldn't be too much of an issue for most of those feeds because one you probably just listen to the most current stuff but then two mm-hmm. um the most of the feeds don't have over 300 episodes only uh i think balls deep in the pregame are over 300 at this point so anyway just wanted to give y'all the heads up um before we move into the show um and we do plan to do a feedback show saturday but then of mm-hmm. course after that with traveling to new york working for game theory that's when we'll see how often we can do the show um all right the official weapon of the show is the an unofficial sport Football. and bullet ball extreme okay it's always extreme over here y'all knew that um and well, let's get into our segments let's start first with some uh coronavirus news um which is spreading still out here spreading y'all mm-hmm it's still getting around like tj holmes at a at a work function oh can't stop won't stop okay <laughs> oh great and now the thing that normally plays the audio doesn't want to play coronavirus here we go look here we go again we got very yams really need to keep a mask on hand and follow the plan get the vaccine and second shots whether woman or man black out who tips is doing they part but the dummies expand niggas would rather believe a bunch of misinformation fuck y'all idiots not getting shots now we gotta regress if we keep going in this direction we never can rest never can get back to the lives we be living the best damn fool stop the lying stop the intubation crying because it's your fault that motherfuckers dying huh damn Damn fool, stop the lying, stop the ventilator crying, cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying. I do not understand this shit, I'm not a fan of this. We would like one win from the pandemic championship, but fuckers wanna leave it to game seven with Giannis Delta Kumpo blocking for a progression and Chris middle fingers to your plans, man. Dang. Huh. 
Looks like it's no Drew Holiday for you or your man. I'm sick of black people dying for real. So I'm just writing this new piece to let you know how I feel. Coronavirus. Fuck that COVID-19 is unseen. It's creeping in the air for you to breathe. Yeah. Huh. So fuck that COVID-19 is unseen. It's creeping in the air for you to breathe. Yeah. Coronavirus news is still out here. So we still talk about it. Um, COVID evolution wipes out another antibody treatment threatening the country's medicine cabinet. Um, uh, so apparently the, um, you know, the, the, the COVID keeps mutating. Right. It's not the same as when it first arrived. Mm-mm. Um, and Eli Lilly, the maker of Bev Telovimab, which I have actually never heard of that or seen a commercial for but it has stopped the commercial distribution of that treatment um because they need to update the antibody therapies um to make it stronger or something to make it diff to make it different to attack the newer variants oh like here they got like they had like a new version which okay yeah okay i see what you're saying lily will continue to search for and evaluate monoclonal antibodies to identify potential candidates for clinical development against new variants they said but um as of right now they're not putting uh putting them out because the the two variants the bqs what they're calling them uh are causing about 75 percent of u.s infections and so uh you know they said why basically throw throw something at it that's not gonna work agreed um so they said it's also undermining the ex- effectiveness of uv evu shield a type of pre-exposure therapy that provides an extra boost of protection for people who struggle to generate a strong immune response when vaccinated for now evu shield continues to have emergency use operation for authorization for authorization for the fda though the uh, agency warned last month about the emergence of variants that are not neutralized by uv shield uh, so yeah man so this is uh, just letting people know keep you keep your head on the swivel mm-hmm. uh let's see what else we got out here uh uh the cdc has encouraged people to wear masks again to help prevent the spread of covid flu and rsv over the holidays right because this time of the year people go inside and when you're inside you don't have the same floor air because when you're outside it's different you have air you have wind you have all these types of things kind of floating around you and pushing particles around when you're in the house particularly for long periods of time and you're talking and you're laughing and you're giggling and you're yelling and and screaming or whatever you you know you do inside the house with your family and friends all of a sudden you uh have a concentration of uh things happening in the air and so they know this time of the year people want to visit for christmas people going to want to visit for new year's traveling has upticked and things like that so they're going hey it's okay to do these things but just be aware the thing i always find interesting with this is that they have said the same thing for a long time yeah their message um, has not changed and people always treat these updates like a change of direction from the cdc mm-hmm. they have never changed this they have always said uh masking up in pu- in uh public places where it's crowded they've always said that this may be a thing where it's seasonal and we have to mask up and be more cautious during certain parts of the year and mm-hmm. not others like they've been pretty upfront about that but i've already seen people be like shocking news the cdc says encourages masking it's like they said they would do this when the numbers if the numbers went back up the numbers going back up because the fall so it's not really a change in direction or some shocking news um and i wish 
our news and people on social media weren't so reactionary because i think it's right. a, it's like alarmism mm-hmm. when it should be like um putting i don't know like it, it should be like wearing an umbrella or something like like getting an umbrella like hey it's raining out get an umbrella we don't go shocking news the weatherman says it's time for umbrellas we got it's raining <laughs> is you know the forecast is a lot more COVID out there and rsv and flu so mask up when you're going to be around people and or you're going to be in tight spaces or something like that which to me doesn't seem that crazy no it doesn't and like you say everything has to be shocking the news just can't be basic regular ass boring news the news has to be to the extreme you know and it's one of things where where the cdc is not doing this but people are treating the cdc like like the boy who cried wolf when y'all when in reality they're keeping their message the same they're not they are not the ones putting up the alerts the public is and the media is and so after a while people become numb to it you know to the cons to the consistent thing about the sky's falling the sky's falling the sky's falling the sky's falling it's like well the sky really isn't falling but if you act like that all the time people are going to tap out yeah nobody is built to be on 10 all the time yeah um or in a in a almost i agree but i think in a almost more insidious way i think it is designed for the fact that a lot of people can't and don't know how to tap out and so it's like i'm making a following and a flock out of this alarmism every time something changes like Mm -hmm. the person i saw say this like everyone was retweeting the like you know in a shocking reversal like everyone's like see the cdc ain't shit and i was like it's really to keep people together in a way of like we're not leaving the house or we're scared here's a thing we can blame as if every fucking country in the world at this point hasn't been like just get vaccinated and move on like even china at this point is giving up on trying to enforce the strictest lockdown stuff because it's just like it ain't happening right and the thing is our quote-unquote lockdown is nothing compared to theirs because you know they've been kind of talking about this and they're i could i understand a lot of their protesting because their protesting was hey people died in the fucking burning building because y'all fucking melted the door shut that's completely different than you know we just want y'all niggas to wear masks those things are not the same um for the uninsured covid care has entered a new stage of crisis um yeah it's gonna become hard for people to get care for COVID 19 if you're poor or you're uninsured Mm -hmm. after paying about 25 billion dollars to healthcare providers over the course of the pandemic to reimburse them for vaccinating testing and treating people without insurance the federal government is running low on funds for COVID care for the nearly 30 million americans who are uninsured the biden administration is asking congress to replenish its coffers but it's pleased to lawmakers this year have so far been unsuccessful warning about the threat of new subvariants as winter approaches the white house asked congress last month for more than nine billion dollars in additional funding for the pandemic response some of that money would go towards ensuring that americans including those without insurance continue to have access to vaccines and treatments Mm -hmm. but republicans ain't doing it um and now that they won the house i don't even know what the fuck you gonna do next year um because they couldn't get it done this year with mansion and cinema you don't get um you don't get warnock who did win last night um i really wasn't uh doubting that he will win by the way i uh, that one i wasn't panicked over i get it p 
people that were watching it closely and and you know watching the news about it probably felt away but i thought obviously um i i thought obviously hersha walker would be quote unquote close because you can put anybody against a democrat in georgia and they're gonna get almost 50 percent of the vote mm-hmm. but considering i just didn't see a way for that motherfucker to win scary part should be that if they had nominated anybody else they would have beat or not that's probably yes. the truth mm-hmm. um but anyway um they said uh th- but but yeah basically like the biden administration wants to extend this stuff mm-hmm. but between uh the house and the senate they haven't been able to to get it passed because everybody's starting to be like well we're just gonna do this forever it's like well as long as the virus is here and a threat yes right yes yeah the answer is yes and and the thing is not trying funny i pay taxes guess what my taxes never motherfucking do go goddamn down they don't go down bitch so take my money and cover everybody yeah uh, and the problem is especially acute in states that have yet to expand Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act, where Republicans run. Now, this is the thing I will, I'm going to, and this goes to Georgia in almost every state. It is a goddamn shame that we can't even depend on white people to see how fucked Republicans are getting them and go, you know what? Uh-uh. Like, literally motherfuckers want the best for you like comparatively when you look at like the platforms people run on the only thing republicans have less left are culture wars of bigotry and oppression and the fact that you because it's up to you they not letting us vote they suppressing the shit out of our votes mm-hmm. um and when we you know when we do vote they're doing as much as they can to gerrymander and and suppress and and keep keep our votes from being counted in ways that would have g- give us the most power you know my my state right now got something in the supreme court where they trying to make it so that you can't even enforce the fucking election in north carolina and and republicans can basically steal the election mm-hmm. so it's a damn shame we can't depend on just white people to see the, what we see and go well that's not right that's not american or fair or whatever patriotic lies they tell themselves about this country why can't they just lie in that why can't they believe it then like how come they can't be like well damn even if i don't believe the same thing as you it doesn't make sense that you're you're not allowed to vote or even if i'm gonna vote for this person because i'm scared of gay people or whatever the fuck they lost me when they said they weren't gonna extend expand medicaid or they weren't going to um take the funds from the federal government and use them to invest in our roads and infrastructure they should have lost me then as a fiscal republican or whatever fuck you lie you tell yourself it is amazing that we can count on white people to always do the most asinine thing at the voting booth man and so i think that's where the the sadness comes in is because i feel like as much as i'm joe biden and this administration and the democrats kicked ass this year in a, in a time when they were supposed to lose everything and i'll never ever let that go or take that for granted because mm-hmm. um everybody had them getting getting molly whopped and, and and all that shit i was not that nervous but still i'm disappointed 
and that thought didn't come as a reflection in the house too Same. and I, I get that the house is lower standards i get that the candidates are, can be more wacky and all that shit it shouldn't matter it shouldn't mm-hmm. matter no it shouldn't it doesn't matter what your race is you should be able to look at some of these lunatics and be like absolutely not not you. unless y'all gonna give me a better option as a candidate absolutely not and it's a damn shame that like republicans refuse to do that and a lot of times democratic voters are the ones that 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 won't go well you know what this candidate is good but not great let me go ahead and vote for him yep they're not perfect fuck it yeah republicans actually be like this person is terrible and i don't care don't care because warnock almost like warnock still had a close fucking victory it wasn't this landslide it it wasn't like 60 40 as a rebuke to 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 herschel walker and that's Mm -hmm. really a damn shame uh lastly so many hoes judge tears apart case against COVID 19 restriction flouting nightclub uh this is in the uk the first hint the crown might have trouble winning this case against a nightclub accused of posting videos on social media of patrons flouting the COVID 19 restrictions came when the judge overseeing the proceedings asked what facebook was what how are you a judge this is all jokes aside, this is that shit when young people be like, "Hey, hey, doll, hey, doll, you can't, you can't have these positions and not know, not know a motherfucking thing about technology. No, so no, nobody, no family, no friends. What? How are you making the decision? Do you even know what the internet is? You don't know what Facebook is. How? Houseway. Has it never come up in court ever before? what that should like legitimately be like disqualifying from the bench like Mm -hmm. at this point not knowing what facebook is 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 about you it's more of a a a problem even if you hate facebook right it's still more of an issue for you than it is for the fucking community right what you you cannot oversee and make a good judgment on this but you don't even know what the fuck we're talking about i know they was happy they got this judge in that fucking nightclub over the course of an hour and a half last month judicial justice brett adair shredded northern health prosecution of lambda cabaret rejecting public complaints as hearsay questioning the relevance of a video showing a lineup of unmasked people and asking how he could be sure someone hadn't hacked the nightclub's facebook account there are so many holes in this case it's like someone shot a shotgun he said at one point there are holes all over the place as i say it's not just one blast of a shotgun it's multiple blasts dog dog <laughs> who y'all put in offices matt i don't know if this person i don't this is the is, uk i don't know okay. how it works i don't, I don't know, how know how it works let's not do it on that <laughs> lambda cabaret known as club 1177 identified itself as a safe space for lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer questioning and two-spirit community in northern bc the business made headlines last winter after northern health issued a series of public health act violation tickets to the nightclub for ignoring mask requirements failing to check patrons for vaccination status and ultimately refusing to shut down in the face of a closure uh order mm-hmm. for the safety of the population yep the case appeared to be a slam dunk uh but the social media equivalent of someone firing a weapon giving their name and address and then explaining why they did it that's what it looked like 
uh not just a smoking gun uh the cavalry posted videos on facebook of large groups of unmasked people dancing and drinking and putting up a sign saying they weren't following the bc's vaccine passport policy open with zero mandates two weekends in a row one post declared the media is the virus nigga what oh they must have got hacked how i know it ain't photoshop wow is this an anti-mask person or the judge i don't know i don't know i mean i'm just asking because i know why you're asking but i'm just telling y'all don't know yeah this is crazy oh my god um (laughs) environmental health officer david Crichton acted as the crown and his only witness was another environmental health officer joy ching they had hoped to try eight violation tickets all at once but adair said he wanted to go one by one started with a ticket related to facebook posts uh hang on hang on what is a social media post boy you about to be the what the most dumbest what how was nobody saying you just thought no you can't preside over this you can't do this case oh my god how old is this person 110 i don't (laughs) understand (laughs) what kind of judge was this you know who you know who could have benefited from this judge? No, no, you don't. You don't understand, man. You don't understand. Are we done here? Are we done here? Do not insult my intelligence. She would have got off. She would have got off, y'all. She would have got that that money she was asking for. Yeah, she would have got every dime. She would have got all the emotional pain and suffering. She'd have got paid. How can you even prove that it wasn't a date and a marriage proposal? What is a date? <laughs> there are posts that lambda cabaret made on facebook chang answered how do you know they made them on facebook um it was on their facebook page adair went on to say he wasn't a technical person but did know that accounts could be hacked he asked how he could be sure that defending the defendant posted the video i know facebook exists i don't use facebook he went on to say what is it what does it show this old holier than thou ass like oh y'all be on facebook couldn't be me uh so yeah this is insane but yeah these people won which i i mean i guess hey that's a win for the lgbtq community mm-hmm. as long this as you is believe, not the win you want you want you want your people to be safe as long as you believe that lgbtq people can't be held accountable for things then this is a win it's mm-hmm. that simple mm-hmm. i wouldn't take this win no <laughs> you're not a fan mm-hmm. not a fan at all this is this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous all right let's get to some uh regular ass news then karen is uh is all hyped up guys let's <laughs> uh, see if we can calm her down let's go to the regular born ass news what is a beat what is a beat what's a podcast um she in you know the clothing line she in yes you got me some stuff from there i like it well no more because they gonna well actually i guess now i can stop there uh they will spend 15 million dollars to improve working conditions at factories and end long working days Mm. a lot of people buy a lot of stuff from there 
a uk documentary exposed Sheehan's working conditions and brutal tactics so they're trying to clear up their brand name by making a hefty donation they said they would donate 15 million dollars to improve factories in its supply chain the next three to four years are dedicated to improving working conditions you know what's funny about that is to say it's a donation to your own supply chain isn't that just an investment in your business <laughs> in the business like if you just view or value the idea of not you know having slaves it's really just an investment mm-hmm. and somebody bought a job you know what that mean price is going up yeah that's what i was gonna say like i wonder you ain't if, gonna be able to go out go out go out there and and find you a whole outfit for two dollars fifty cent no more Mm-mm, you gotta pay pay right. full price buy two we'll give you uh five dollars right know? them deals is gone yeah the fast fashion industry creates a lot of like uh waste and all that like it's a lot of negative stuff about it that people talk about um and it's but it's cheap as shit and uh uh a lot of times you know it's it's like it's convenient for people you don't have to go to a store or try anything on uh the returns and the resizing and stuff is is pretty well done so uh but yeah anytime something is cheap fast and all this it's slavery ain't cheap and fast for no reason anytime you know it's like whenever people get surprised about amazon working dishes i'm like guys you can order an entire fucking kitchen set every and all the appliances and it can be there the next day clearly that's slavery (laughs) come on and if you live in certain cities i can order something that should be there in two hours it you know we don't want to wait for anything i can be like i want some grapes and they'll be like do you want them there by three to five p.m five to seven p.m or seven to nine p.m Come on. and then they'll be like for two more dollars we'll have it delivered to your house right now <laughs> right buy 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 two more things in this box and when the person gets there they'll actually uh come in and fix your cable you know whatever ah! like that's slavery there's no other way to pay for that that person <laughs> no can't be getting, they gotta be stressed the fuck out because i'm not the only customer Mm-mm. so they gotta be stressed the fuck out constantly they can't be getting paid enough because there's never gonna be enough to deal with that shit right and yeah the conditions of work have to be horrible and i think deep down we be knowing it but then also on the individual level it's not much you can do about it and with the way shit costs a lot of times you need the cheapness or else it wouldn't you know closet full of she in because you can't your closet ain't gonna be full of uh balenciaga nope which is also made with children slaves or some shit i don't know it's just all i don't know the rules it's all fucked up right anyway you dig into anything deep enough it goes back to slavery just about hopefully those people get some actual you know help and it works out mm-hmm. a class action lawsuit says apple air tags allowed men to stalk and harass ex-partners i was reading about this this okay go ahead i'm sorry no no you got it oh i said this is really interesting because it's one of those things where you have these air tags which is actually is they're not designed for people they're designed for things i know when you make things you have no control of what people could going to do um the thing is like people need to be charged people need to go to jail that could be very scary people just be dropping this shit on you people you know people have found them underneath their tires and all types of shit like stalkers and all that type of stuff then you know that now there needs to be a way to turn that shit off like you know a lot of yeah. times it's the person that owns it is the only person that could turn it off 
that shouldn't be so if i find something and it's not mine i should be able to turn that bitch off but at the same time it's one of those things to where it's almost a catch-22 because i know some people they use these air tags in their luggage to trap to track their luggage so you know it's one of those things to where you know somebody finds something man i got an air tag around me you turn my shit off we're gonna have a problem so it's like okay it has to be a balance there too because every a lot of people are using it for the right reason but you need to punish the people that are not yeah it scared the hell out of me one time because i remember uh when i was in new york and i had my airbnb i guess someone must have moved in or been you know in the, the airbnb the next over or something and so they must have had an apple air tag or something and when i went to like do something or leave, my phone popped up with like a alert of like hey an apple air tag is moving along with you and i'm like is somebody put something on me or right. something and it just probably was just they were in the next apartment over and it was just kind of close enough that it alerted me to the proximity so but i can imagine i was scared i'm a grown-ass man i got this alert at like two three in the morning i was like what the fuck is this right and i can't even imagine if i was you know uh someone dealing with a stalker and this shit happened um all right go ahead with the story yeah the story is I'm about crazy to read it. on monday <laughs> two women have filed lawsuits against apple after they were stalked by exes using the company's controversial air tags on monday the clash Athlete lawsuit was filed in a san francisco federal court on behalf of lauren hughes and jane doe both women claimed that the device apple has called stalker proof is actually the complete opposite oh mm-hmm. so you promoted their stalker proof no. that's what they say oh. according to the filing the victims were tracked by former romantic partners using the tags raising further safety concerns and court filings hughes of travis county texas detail being followed by her ex-boyfriend who was using the 29 dollar device to harass her once their three-month relationship ended he placed the air tag into the wheel well of one of her car tires and colored it with a sharpie to disguise it when he refused to stop stalking her and leaving objects at her home the victim checked into a hotel while there she received a notification on her iphone that an air tag had also tracked her there she was forced to move to a new residence and her ex followed her there too the second plaintiff shared a similar tale of her ex-husband tracking her movements by secretly placing the air tag in their child's backpack after disabling the device she soon found another one in this place the lawsuit says the man has displayed a commitment to stalking his former wife despite her efforts to stop the harassment um yeah since their debut in 2021 air tags have been shrouded in criticism touted as a way to keep up with the personal belongings these easily concealed devices have been used in much more malicious ways just days ago reality star nene leaks uh revealed in her instagram files that she discovered an air tag tracking her rapper exhibit also recently shared he found an air tag on his car in june an indiana woman made headlines for using the gadget to track and ultimately kill her boyfriend <gasps> despite the backlash apple is refusing to discontinue the bluetooth locator they have added additional safety features such as alerting people sooner if someone is tracking them which has done little to avert determined stalkers and the company has not publicly addressed the lawsuit yeah this is scary as shit man yeah, it might not trying to funny it might be something where they were like just get rid of the shit like and, mm-hmm. and that's sad because you have a lot of people that you know like to know that, that they're in charlotte north carolina and that their luggage is in west virginia and shit like that but you know for a lot of people they're like yeah that's um small compared to somebody tracking a whole ass human being yeah you're absolutely right that's scary as fuck um and yeah i wonder what it's gonna take for 
what kind of lawsuit what kind of uh thing is gonna have to happen for apple yeah, to some, somebody's change that yeah somebody's founder is going to die from one of these stalkers and it's going to be a lawsuit mm-hmm. and i could see be a class action lawsuit you know yeah. because it, you know you ignore it something like this it becomes a bigger problem and i know a lot of people have them and things like that but yeah that is and the wild part is that apple just happens to be the one that tells you like they didn't invent this technology they're not the only ones with it they just happen to be the ones that tell you and also because iphones are so ubiquitous that people probably can like be alerted uh which is why everybody should have an iphone because without it you know imagine you have an android you be getting stalked by your ex you don't even know you know i don't don't trust anybody to tell you to get an android uh, out there ladies oh lord don't trust them uh san francisco passes law to allow police officers to use deadly remote control robots no and karen was right remember that motherfucking dog or some shit we was talking about and everybody thought oh it's cute i was like that motherfucker gonna kill everybody around them i was right because all this means is we don't have to use the manpower so when y'all go out there and protest and want to fight for your rights and want and want to and want to go out there and de- demand better drinking water or demand uh uh uh, uh we don't cut down the trees and shit you know what we're gonna do we're gonna send this motherfucker out here and do the work for us so we don't have to get our hands dirty. You ain't going to be popping us upside the head no more. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, you were right that they can use these robots. Uh, I think we'll probably see them more in stuff like what we saw with, uh, there was a guy who shot up a bunch of police officers in like Texas, I believe at a, at a, at a black lives matter March or something. Um, and, he held he like barricaded himself up in like a, a parking complex and they basically sent in like a remote control bomb unit or something and blew it up and killed the dude or some shit and a lot of people were like that's extremely controversial blah blah, blah. now it's hard to make a case because dude shot like however many innocent police you know uh and it was at random so it wasn't like some oh these police did something to me it was like you know he was like black but he wanted to start the race war himself you know mm-hmm. and it's hard to have he's not a sympathetic figure so it's hard for people to make a case about precedent there but that was to me was the first like hmm well, that's new <laughs> like like i don't think i've heard that before you know the send some and because it you know when it's like a fucking white dude or some shit shooting up a black church it's you know it's it's like let him come out on his own and we'll take him get some burger king right you don't send shit up there and fucking blow yeah. them up you want, you want some chick-fil-a champ come on out let's talk about it right black that, dude they just like send in the bomb dog or whatever and blow up the robot correct and so i do wonder about that and they had great pr for this i, I kind of fell for it the first time i really saw one of these in the field was a robot that was like helping homeless people get like stuff during covid that's how it starts and uh you you called it there i thought you might have been a little bit paranoid but i was wrong you were right it starts adorable and then next thing you know little fluffy robotic fido is shooting you in the head (laughs) yeah all of a sudden it's robo king (laughs) uh let's keep it going a man was stung to death while talking to bees that he believed to be his reincarnated ancestors Mm. 
he thought they were reincarnations of his ancestors this happened in south uh after africa uh nicole inc 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 uh 58 died at his alara home uh outside of k wait q o i don't even know how you pronounce this q o n c e quants um yeah i don't even know how you pronounce it. there's no u after the q he got himself in a sticky situation sticky because of the beehive honey yes okay hold on thank you no problem uh yeah um how do you pronounce this i'm about to see pronunciation that's you know it's crazy it 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 tells you it's like you want to pronounce quince like no i want to pronounce quince or whatever the shit is it is not on here um all right well all right cool i i don't know how to pronounce it uh it's a lot of like pronounce these seven words i'm like i just wanted another one but all right so um yeah he died because he thought these were his living relatives that were visiting him in the form of bees um some people think it can be lizards and they say perform the correct traditional rituals and i guess he maybe he's allergic to bees or he performed the wrong one something happened some miscommunication somewhere they nested on his property in the eastern cape and he thought that was a sign Mm -mm. man religion is wild traditional sparks person I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and the thing about bees and i know this might sound crazy i'm not a beekeeper i didn't learn this as an adult i didn't know the bees could go on the ground and shit like that so you know you don't want to fuck with bees Mm-mm. <laughs> what? no <laughs> what does that have to do with anything bees could go underground yes okay <laughs> he out here fucking with bees because they was on his land and there's one of those things where they, 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 just, they didn't say if they was underground it could have been in a tree yeah that could have been anywhere yeah. and, I, and I'm just bringing up a random ass fact okay okay bees. I thought maybe it was. No. it's my fault for thinking it was related to what anything I had to talk about I'm sorry <laughs> I'm this sorry. is on me this is on me <laughs> don't worry about it let's move on I'm sorry uh, baby no no it's not your fault it's my fault I just said it was my fault <laughs> I shouldn't have asked no follow up questions this is the most painful thing to ever befall our family the mother's brother man the man's brother mandela said we don't understand why they were so angry with him yet he had welcomed them to his home he never tried to violently chase them away first of all you if you chasing bees the bees win any that's not how that works in the first bees don't be like oh no run they be like oh no sting his ass everybody together now <laughs> protect our queen and they like kamikaze bees sting once and die like they they mean that shit oh it's yes they'd be funny if it was his ancestors and it was like i you know i never liked this bitch ass anyway Mm-mm. come on over here yeah, they have to make a conscious decision they ain't like the wasp that could tear your ass up multiple times it's time for you to join me as a reincarnated bee motherfucker come here Mm-mm. i've been stung once i that shit is not fun yeah so man what a weird way to die i just mm. Oh, how long did it take them to get the stingers out? Cause you know, once they fall out. off, yeah, the stingers, they sit they in just in. Dig it. <laughs> he died, Karen. What's the point of taking them out? That's true. He done. It's I, over. Oh, okay. I thought, I still would think they would take them out. Like, I know okay. you're dead, but I mean, before we give it to your family, let's at least take the stingers out. Mm, okay. 
okay a british man claims his big penis size cost him an opportunity a job opportunity what you slapped a job in the face with your dick i don't what's happening here he's a 22 year old man he claims he was denied a job opportunity because his penis is too big humble brag it's a great advertisement for his penis though it's in a it's in a british documentary on channel four called my massive cock where he revealed that his <laughs> life is in shambles because of his huge penis i mean this is the first thing i see i don't understand it's about nine and a half inches now the scaling is off quite off it's thicker than my forearm it's about seven inches around joe said he admits that he has to wear special underwear with an added pouch to prevent his penis from falling out and to fit everything in due to a lack of social acceptance and the loss of a job opportunity the 22 year old said he is considering getting a reduction surgery on his large genitalia the response i got was you're not going to get the job we thought you were a good candidate but we thought there was inappropriate behavior happening they thought i had an erection throughout the whole interview and they were very much like your attire wasn't right they clearly meant we can see your dick so he couldn't get the job dick too big and dick too bomb apparently yeah it's you know it's just kind of interesting because i i won't lie i'm i'm a bit doubtful of his version of events you know and what if he just is hard all the time he's just pretending he's got a huge dick he's like no 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 i said some period of time that got to go down like it don't well not if it's a huge penis karen it can't go down okay he has a huge penis that's Uh-oh. huge all the time penises are not hard all the time i didn't say hard all the time huge all the time you see what i'm saying okay i can relate to this i've lost several jobs myself because of having <laughs> a huge penis you know i'm like am i not getting this job at ihop because my dick is gigantic and they're like no it's because you have three felonies on your resume i'm like oh so it's my dick is huge okay thank you you don't want to say i get it you don't want to embarrass me it's fine you don't want to tell me the truth you don't want to hurt my feelings yeah yeah uh every time he gets told no for anything he's like uh huge dick yeah i get it would you like to go on a date sometime no no thank you wow so you discriminate against huge dicks huh my eyes up here i didn't know you was a penisophobe oh no yeah so you okay you see because a lot of y'all a lot of y'all penophobics always always trying to make me feel bad for just having a huge dick <laughs> ladies uh all right let's, trying to make me feel bad let's let's move it to a different topic all right <laughs> let's shuffle along to a different <laughs> different topic uh let's talk about fucking with black people we're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Hey, hey, by the way the obvious solution to solve his problem is he has to go swimming before every job interview and then he can only work in cold places duh uh all right fucking with black people let's talk about it summer walker 
is in the news okay i I know i've heard that name she got dragged because she put up a post on her instagram stories that said need a male assistant 2k a month age 25 and older atl have to have a car have to know how to build stuff preferably white or gay just saying shrug emoji summerwalker at gmail.com and doesn't give a fuck about who i am in my music just need to you to come work that was her posting so karen what do you think Hmm? she might as well said fight the thoughts because that's all people gonna do after that comment 2k a month first of all that ain't no money yeah <laughs> number one 2k a month i mean it's something but it ain't exactly uh life-changing money you know for a lot of people you got uh, some really high standards for 2k yeah i guess every you know i always say everything's a lot of money if you ain't got it you know mm-hmm. uh <laughs> like whatever amount you make up the amount i'm it's been times in my life where five dollars was a lot it's been times in my life where 500 was a lot it don't uh, yeah you know but that being said it ain't gonna be too many people that can be a full-time assistant um interesting that she said male and then white or gay i think that's where everybody got offended agreed and obviously because like let's say that you really had that's really what you believed so i have so many problems with this shit you're right it's a facebook meme yes it number is. one why would you post this on your instagram right like you said she might as well end that with thoughts talking about you want somebody that don't know about your music they just come to work social media is the worst place to post it come on everybody on there knows who you are and what you do and they actually care way more about that than they care about you yeah you'd have been better off just put putting that shit on linkedin or something and not associating your name with yeah. it and you would have got like random people and then the the white and white or gay thing was just super weird too it just seems just very weird yeah zero to hundred oh oh i ain't trying to be funny this is zero because i just don't give a fuck about it because like i said you might as well end it with thoughts and it's one of them facebook meme posts where it's like you might as well say fight so I, I just don't care okay well she tried to explain it i'm on maternity leave i'm not working we have no shows we have no club appearances we have nowhere to go and nothing to do told somebody to come over here once a week to take my fucking trash out shit like that put some gas in my car shit i don't feel like doing but that is not y'all's business i don't have to explain that to you well you made it everybody's business when you posted on social media yes you did and then to be talking about why a white man why a gay man i've always hired black people everybody that works for me is black if i want to hire a white person y'all sound like y'all discriminating what's the problem first of all don't nobody know all that they sure don't number two you still put that shit out there this is my thing if you want to discriminate do it the white way right list a job and then just don't hire no niggas right <laughs> oh we, we actually filled the position yesterday oh is it but when i walked in and was black yes uh i want a gay man because i don't want nobody hitting on me i want a white person honestly because you niggas y'all know how niggas act this is not making this better <laughs> she doubled down she, she tripled down i like that this is her explanation on how is how to make it better like she like no 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 let me clear this up 
i don't want a black person because you niggas know how niggas act right oh you niggas know niggas man <laughs> niggas be niggering i'm honestly really tired i'm really tired but what's a that's a different fucking story how about we mind our business she said as she made Posting it every- on a, a public post this is the dumbest shit ever you go public and then the public gives you their opinion and then you go why y'all got all these goddamn opinions yeah uh yeah um here's the thing i keep thinking about and it's something i've been thinking about for a long time because i it's something even i used to do and i don't do it anymore when you put something on social media but you want to be extremely controlling of how it is used how it's responded to right it norm and then you get upset with the people who don't read your mind and and perform it in the right way or just the people that are gonna you know are gonna take things the wrong way because they always do and out of context yeah because that's what they do that's they jam 100 percent of the time that's on you now i don't mean that those to absolve those people when that that they do fucked up shit and stuff though they're fucked up and a lot of times you know they make shit worse right Mm -hmm. but when the emotional impact of it gets to you and hurts you and makes you angry upset or whatever it is that part's on you because you knew this part was coming and so if you so like there's things i used to i'll go back and read my facebook memory sometimes i'll be like god damn why was i even sharing this much nobody it's not gonna change anything it's not really anybody's business and it really shouldn't matter to me if people know or don't know certain things about me correct or how i feel on every topic you know sometimes it's just like yeah that's that's something maybe i would want a friend to know want my Mm -hmm. wife to know i don't necessarily need everybody to know this about me and it normally meant something was wrong like i was bored i was insecure i was uh angry or disappointed about something else and i'm now i'm on social media and i'm saying things Mm -hmm. that really should stay inside of my fucking head unless i have a better reason you know and so i think her saying mind your business after making it everyone's business is not just a celebrity thing Mm -hmm. it's a person in a mentally unhealthy place thing Mm -hmm. like you self-sabotage is how i look at it it's it's what i it's like what i said is self-cutting when i used to go look at like message boards that talk shit about our podcast to be like wow like oh my god they're still talking shit that's talking about this they're talking about that and at the end of the day i had to go but what's the impulse in me that made me want to see it because i had to like the first time sure the first time you don't know Mm -mm. but then the next time you do know what's Mm -hmm. out there and you're not they're not really listening to you they don't really care about you they're not thinking of you as a human being and and that would see this and be hurt by it correct in in a a healthy way they're not your friends nope so um the so why am i why am i why am i obsessing over seeing this sometimes and it's like saying i want to cut myself i want to feel something i want to feel bad i want to feel angry i want to and like once i realized that i legitimately stopped doing that you know i was like oh no what this isn't healthy or productive so i look at her i think she's only 25 she's i think she's young Mm -hmm. and i go she needs to get to a place where she's not self-sabotaging because even if she has these fucked up beliefs i think they're fucked up even if she has these fucked up stereotypical beliefs they're beliefs that should stay in her head 
and if she wants to go hire a babysitter or something through the grapevine she should go do that in the privacy of her own home correct if she doesn't want to deal with people's opinions on it i agree because when you say something like this you're just setting yourself up to have to go explain it to everybody later and look at you you look stupid to me yeah and it's also one of those things where at least you recognize that there are a lot of people out there to today that have been dealing with that for years and they don't understand why that's because they don't recognize that's the problem they you know they're they're doing it out of habit they're doing it because they're bored they're doing it because this is what i do and yet they you know they keep getting the same results they keep you know for a lot of people mentally it fucks you up makes you sad it makes you depressed it makes you anxious it it allows these strangers to have more power over you and your real function in life these strangers on the internet that it actually should um and you know like i said everybody's on the internet it's just and, and internet is a drug facebook twitter instagram snapchat no matter what social media is a drug so it's like do you want to take a whole lot of drugs do you want to take a little bit of the drugs either way everybody's addicted to the drugs and you have to control how much of it you take in yeah and honestly it's this is the thing i talk about when i talk about these young folks growing up in this era and getting famous in this era and how i think we're gonna look back at the impact of this shit on people's mental health and be like this was bad in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. you know like there were times when it was good it's not all bad all the time but in a lot of ways the pressure and the focal point of being attention having attention and then the observation of your life as content and then watching your ups and downs and judging and ridiculing it it just doesn't lead people to a good place and the the wounds that get exposed are the the things that make it the most in a way like unforgivable you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like the things we remember like i felt kind of bad the other day when christy alley died and my first thought was oh that's the maga woman christy alley's life christy alley's life she's the chairs woman she's mm-hmm. uh i think the show fat actress or something like she's been a bunch of different things a bunch of different ways done a lot of work mm-hmm. i'll remember a lot of that in my life uh and yet my because of social media my first thought was a very negative thought about this woman who who the fuck knows what she was going through at the end of her life and obviously i don't support anybody that fuck with trump like that so it's not like a uh, a matter of like sympathy for the devil like she was a good person it's just more like damn i there used to be a time where i just didn't know and and yeah. i actually i don't necessarily want to like unlike a lot of people who i think are addicted to like needing to know every bad thing yep i actually don't want to know this shit mm-hmm. I, I think and because it because it becomes this other thing that is no longer about knowing stuff and it's more about needing to learn things to justify negativity that you already have that you want to put on other people and so that's why i feel a lot of times the people don't even fit the mode of the negativity and we're still hating on these people because we just are getting together to to be miserable together and so i think with her with summer walker she's probably been on the brunt end of that because she's said and done some fucked up shit and she's in a cycle now because this is self this is on go you didn't have to tell nobody this you could have just did this shit behind closed doors but she i think she's part like at least from what i've seen online she's part of the cycle of i want to say something then i want to fight with these people and feel miserable and then go back and lick the salt lick again hoping to satisfy my thirst but i'm just thirstier again 
Yeah, and is you know is one of those things to where uh, it is is kind of a, a catch twenty two because, like you said, this generation of celebrity and 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 not all celebrities, but a percentage of them actually made their brand and who they are, and they became famous online. Mm-hmm. And so, it's difference between this and like a generation or two before where. It was literally just word of mouth. People who had to spread people out. That's why you had years ago when people die, people come out and do these tell-all books or some of the people that we love uh, now. Guess what they did? The same shit these people were doing today, we just didn't know. They beat their wives. They beat their girlfriends. They sexually assaulted. They was out here doing all types of fucked up shit. But you let some of these old jams play and everybody go, that's my jam. That's my shit. That's my jam. I, I don't care what y'all got to say. You know, this is one reason why I'm just a children because we, you know, we are no different. We, you know, but a lot of shit we just didn't know. Now, since everything's instant, now, since everything's in your face. And also, I think for a lot of people, they want to know everything so they can judge and hold you well, in I'll, this state forever. Well, I just want to be clear though, because like, I'm like, I'm not even talking about the egregious shit like sexual assault and, violence and stuff like that i'm I'm saying like we hate people at this point for just like shit they tweeted or thought things they things we just disagree with you know what i mean and so i think uh anyway summer walker's just on my list of like people of of young people that are very social media present and always in some shit yeah that i'm like oh there's some deeper going on with them but in this cycle of judgment ridicule and then you know them at doubling down she she's so stuck in that that we'll never know what it is until maybe she gets older yes and my comment was about we just didn't know like like that yeah yeah it's just i I would just like to say but my i guess what i'm saying is when you know something like a sexual assault or something i think that's totally reasonable and makes sense whether it's a old from an old person back in the day or a new person it's still fucked up yeah it's not just that it's fucked up but like the i get the ridicule mm-hmm. like like finding out the shit with bill cosby i wasn't like well you know that was back in the day you know um and, and so i i just i just wanted to make make sure that i was delineating my point of like right. i get what you're saying and i agree and it's relevant um especially when we talk about stuff like say chris brown or um xx temptation that's more what i was thinking about yeah yeah dr dre but i'm talking about this shit isn't even that it's like we literally wouldn't know this without social media because these are their thoughts these aren't actions or things you learned about through the grapevine agreed this kind of shit you would have just oh she has a white gay assistant we would have never known the thought process right like a bunch of black people in hollywood probably got white gay male assistants we would have never known that they were out there going because i don't want i know how niggas act now i'm like fuck you anyway for me i'll give it a 50 i think it's pretty fucked up that she did that and she's just always in some shit man i i just like she's just seemed like a person that probably need to get it together because it's like how are you always the one in some shit yeah her and azalea banks are like two people that yeah. are here but i'll and, and it's no nothing against either one of them i just yeah they just always in some shit yeah and that's all i know them for i know they probably make 
good music and people pop you know rock their shit but you know i guess they just a generation below me where i just never got into it it's just their internet shit man we know about their internet fuck-ups because that's what the internet is about now mm-hmm. it's like uh you know every headline summer walker doesn't take baths or some shit and now you're gonna be like what that's what i know her for um let's see what else happens um a reporter has apologized for misquoting van jones so originally there was a tweet that went viral of a reporter saying that van jones apologized to the jewish community for the silence of the community allowing an african-american icon praising hitler and nazis uh basically trying to say it was about uh kanye right and that he was apologizing saying black people did not um do enough to denounce kanye um and so that's what the first quote was uh he apologized to the jewish community for the silence of my community allowing an african-american icon praising hitler and nazis and we act like we don't know what where that hatred came from but he says the silence is over um so uh yeah yay nah yay nah jones repeats sending a message to kanye west who changed his legal name to yay for spreading hate against jews jones says you're going to see a change going forward noting the historic relations between the jewish and the black communities so then the dude put out an update he said clarification van jones did not apologize for the alleged black silence about kanye to the contrary he stressed that many in his community are speaking out forcefully in the speech he said he was sorry that he and others didn't do more before kanye apologize apologies for any confusion yeah, and then those are two completely different statements definitely are he said thanks for the apology and correction if i had said black folks weren't holding kanye yay accountable that would have been a lie because zillions of us have condemned yay let's stick together and get louder versus hate uh when black people and jewish people get divided democracy falters when black people and jewish people come together democracy advances that's practically the only time democracy advances he said well i'm glad they cleared that up because uh i definitely think that first version of that would have just been so egregiously wrong and it would have made me more upset with van jones than i normally am (laughs) about what he does but uh the other thing i'll say is even the like initial like before yay we weren't saying anything it's kind of some bullshit um i don't know that there's ever going to be a community outside of the community affected that speaks louder on any topic you pick the topic like very you know people like to get on social media and take credit for shit but at the end of the day people experiencing something are probably going to be louder about their experiences it's their experiences yes but black people always i shouldn't say always but for the most part the intersections with blackness and activism and speaking out i mean we pretty much always have at least some group within the community being like hey this is some bullshit yeah and normally because we're comparing it to what we've been through yeah and because it's a part of survival and for a lot of people be it fair or unfair they're kind of thrust into these positions but sometimes whether they want to or not and we've talked about this before i think i think people ought to have the right to be like hey i don't want to be at the forefront i don't want to be this activist but people want to put the pressure on you to do it when everybody don't want to fight some people are like "Hey, hey, hey i'm black some races happen okay it's been addressed i'm gonna go on back to my normal regular ass life 
I, I don't want to deal with everything that comes with that comes with this speaking up front i think also like i think he said this to style himself as some type of black leader because how can you speak for all of it? no more we will not let this is like van jones you're probably speaking to a room full of white people mm-hmm. because that's how you've been getting down and making your money for the last 10 years or so right and you're not within the community a in a position where people view you as a leader no. the main people that put him on a pedestal as a leadership type of guy seem to be white people including donald trump so it's just hard for me to like not be annoyed by this dude in general but uh yeah uh zero to a hundred this gets about a 25 yeah i give it uh yeah i give it 25 as well that's a good good score i mean the retraction helps and uh you know i'm not a guy that's just gonna give him 100 just for showing up like Mm -mm. i don't think he's that bad no and 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 the 25 kind of came from the reporter actually stating the statement wrong yeah you know uh yeah you you set van jones up and you know how black twitter feel about van jones so glad they clarified but I, get, I know them mentions was on fucking fire because everybody was like not 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 again um all right last one emancipation the new movie starring will smith coming to apple tv okay or apple plus or whatever they're calling it mm-hmm. um the producer of that movie the person with the money his name is joey mcfarlane he apologized after sparking a controversy for walking down the red carpet at the emancipation premiere with the original photo of an enslaved man known as peter that inspired the film what was the reason behind it was it purpose are you like trying to you just was had it just to have it like i don't understand he said something i saw the clip and it, it was like i thought it was important that a piece of him be here at this movie to like you know because it's a movie that's kind of tributing and honoring him and it it just looked bad because it's a white man in a suit on a red carpet yeah, but pulling about a, a picture of a slave whose back is whipped and scarred that iconic picture we've all seen out of his back pocket and showing it to a camera oh. and then kind of happily saying like what it means to him and regardless of his intentions right. and you know i'm not trying to to, you know demagogue the guy or whatever Mm -hmm. but regardless of whatever the fuck his intentions were it was not going to come off well no if maybe it's just me if anybody would have did that i could have seen will smith do that Mm -hmm. and will smith walk out right and even he probably wouldn't have done that no and if he would have did something like this you don't have it in your back pocket you have it like in a picture frame you have it displayed you have it so everybody know that that is the purpose of it if that makes sense you don't actually be like hey look at this right so he um he wrote a long ass apology i wholeheartedly apologize to everyone i've offended by bringing a photograph of peter to the emancipation premiere my intent was to honor his remark this remarkable man and to remind the general public that his image not only brought uh, about change in 1863 but still resonates and promotes change today after uncovering peter's origin story with help from diligent historians i spent the last few years working with the emancipation creative team in order to bring his story to life so worldwide audiences will have an opportunity to appreciate this hero his heroism hope my actions don't distract from the film's message it it did it did peter's story and just how much impact he had on the world 
throughout the research and development of emancipation i discovered photographs of overlooked and historically important individuals whose stories are needed to be told one photograph of martin delaney is on loan to the national portrait gallery and currently on exhibit my plan was always to donate the photographs to the appropriate institution in consultation with the community and i believe there's no better time than to begin that process than now <laughs> yeah it's hot on it's hot out here <laughs> you you hot right now you might want to get this picture back where it belongs these photographs which existed before me will be around long after i'm gone they belong to the world my goal has always been to find the right permanent home and make sure they're yeah because i'm sure people were like you own this you own this piece of memorabilia oh oh so he owns it yeah Uh, nigga if like i said if you want if you want to make a statement have it in the picture frame somewhere where people can walk by and look at it. You can stand beside right. it and talk about it. Like, like, and it was a very small picture that he put out of his pocket. Like, it wasn't a huge picture, but it just shouldn't. It just looked bad. Oh, okay. Go, is that the end? I'm sorry. Um, of his apology? Yeah. No, no, of the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I was done with his apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says, and most importantly, that the individuals depicted in the photographs are remembered and their stories are told with the greatest dignity and respect um yeah i'm trying to find the twitter clip of of him pulling it out because it's just it was it was one of those things where like uh and this is you know my twisted sense of humor so don't get me you know don't get mad at me um but uh it as he was doing it i was laughing like no like he not no he not doing what no no oh he he is oh let me see if i can show it to y'all once again let me know if y'all can't hear the sound we know how this thing goes Mm -hmm. sometimes you can sometimes you can't if we don't we'll start over tell me how you came to own the photo and why it was important for you to once you did um oh so can they hear i don't know i don't chat room let me know can you no sound no sound okay that's what i thought give me one second every time i do it that way it says no sound and every time i do it the other way everybody's like we hear the sound or whatever the fuck anyway all right let's try it now tell me how you came to own the photo and why it was important for you to once you did um oh i even she's shocked that he started pulling the photo out yeah because we're talking to you you could have just made a statement and kept it pushing right like and i think in his mind he's thinking i keep it on me because it's that important and i want to show y'all how much i'm down and i care and it matters and it's so important to me and it's just it's not coming off that way unfortunately Mm -hmm. not the black folks i have the photo this is the original photograph from 1863 (gasps) and i wanted it to be here tonight i wanted a piece of peter to be here tonight sadly it's sadly to say so many artifacts and photographs have not been preserved or curated or respected and i took it upon myself to curate and build a collection for future generations you know my collect i've been collecting for you know a very long time my collection will be donated at the end of my life for educational purposes and it's something i just want to give back but for me my love of history my love of truth my love of larger than life individuals that had an impact on not just some people's lives but the world it's worth fighting for it's worth preserving it's worth yeah the thing i would say about this 
i really think his heart is in the right place and i don't mean to get too fucking deep but uh you know i'm going to a little bit white people's sense of needing to own a thing is so prohibitive to their growth because this is not like a black person reclaiming something for our people of like you know like i bought this land and it used to be the land that the they enslaved my people this is not like that what do you get out of owning it because at the end of the day even if you donated the end of your life what usefulness did you get out of it personally when it the only place it exhibited is your house or it's on loan somewhere because you have to own it in a movie that i would assume is about to be about freedom and 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 how black people are not commodities the this shit being an heirloom or being a a a piece of memorabilia for you i know he doesn't mean it i would imagine Mm -hmm. i I, you know a matter of fact i know he doesn't mean i don't know this Mm -hmm. man but i know he doesn't mean it this way Mm -hmm. you can tell but it don't matter nope like like because you have to take one more deeper level of understanding and thought and you realize i shouldn't even own this shit if i want to go see it it should be in the fucking nmahc or whatever like the 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 black zonian like it should be somewhere where the community has a say about what is to happen with it where is it to be displayed whether it's honor reverence solemnness whatever it's not for me white guy to put in his mansion or his house or his display case or carried around in his back pocket to a film premiere i think that's where he got fucked up mm-hmm. but you know what do i know i think darren Ravel said it best sure know? i have i have uh over nine mlk signed items i am a humongous fan of what he's done uh and over the last seven years i've collected a lot of things uh it's not only mlk it's a lot of black history i own a rosa parks uh signed naacp card so it was pretty shocking today how i was called racist um when when i am a student and lover of black history and it was it was i never expected the reaction that i that i got today hmm I'm so, I'm sorry I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't enjoy black history. All right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I I I really am. It, I'm sorry if people think that a white man uh can't uh uh love Martin Luther King. But to me that seems pretty counterintuitive. You got me? Yes, yeah, they got oh, no. you. Hey, Popoville. <laughs> You got me? One of the greatest clips of all time. I never get a reason to play that till today. Oh, one of the greatest clips of all time. Oh, you got me? Now, there's never been a whiter. You got me? You got me? Oh, so good. And of course, the other part I love. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't enjoy black history. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I really am. It, I'm sorry if people think that a white man uh, can't uh, uh, love Martin Luther King. <laughs> Sound like uh, J.L. Covan after you saw that Ava DuVernay movie. Oh, no! Uh, 
uh two years after he saw it he didn't like it at first but anyway my point being uh that's how this dude feels a little bit like i don't think he's obviously he didn't get as angry and indignant as dan as uh my man did because he was like you know i'm gonna donate this shit let's start the process now get this heat off my back but yeah it's it's just bro you're at the movie where you you're at the movie you're here you don't get it you know you know and i'm sure nobody felt comfortable telling him because like he's the money man that's producing the film so who gonna tell him hey uh hey first of all i appreciate the hundred million dollars you know and i'm glad this means so much to you we can't wait to tell the story of peter it's very important this is my passion project antoine fuqua i've been trying to get this shit made my whole life will smith said he never play a slave in a movie promises daughter that um and he's gonna play this 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 man who was enslaved um put this picture though i feel like maybe don't bring this picture to work no more ever or the premiere and maybe not have it in your house and maybe give it away mm-hmm. like no one's gonna say that so anyway zero to hundred this gets the 75 and the reason why it gets the 75 is because a lot of times white people learn about other cultures and they quote unquote know about them but they don't actually learn learn about right, them. Right, yeah, it's some Indiana Jones shit. Yes, it's 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 it and, and that's the thing because if he would have really and what's so sad, the whole movie is about slavery and all these other things. So at no period of time that you actually sit down with all these historians and all these people, all these black and brown people, which you probably met with to do this shit, all these people, you know, that you've done this, and even other white people that study this shit, that actually have reverence. Now, any any time that you sit back and really go, I should actually educate myself about mm-hmm. it, because if you would have had some form of education to somebody sit down and talk to you, anybody would have told you that was a terrible fucking idea. I think, I think it's even, I think he is educated about i think what we're talking about is something i've noticed with a lot of people talking about emotional intelligence yes there's no yeah there's no book that's gonna teach you Mm -mm. you shouldn't own this shit or you shouldn't even seek to own it and if if you want to be a true ally uh, you would maybe take your money buy this shit and then immediately give it away not you know pull it out your pocket like a fucking pokemon card you know like there's an emotional intelligence that's missing and i don't know what's to be done about that because that's a thing that you have to really work on and a lot of people just don't innately have i agree you know what i mean yes and i've realized that um over the years of just interacting with people and particularly being online i've realized a, a lot of people's they just don't have like like they can think of basic shit when it comes to emotions for most people's emotional intelligence and empathy extends to just what reminds them of themselves correct and you know? a lot of the people's emotional intelligence are stunted as children and they never grow outside the emotional intelligence right. they had as a child and now they're a fucking full-ass grown-ass adult with the emotional it's, intelligence yeah, it, of a 12 year old it's not it's something we don't work on agreed you know like intelligence people can kind of work on like your book smarts and your that kind of stuff you kind of work on that you know there's an empath there's a you know you read a book you you know you watch a video you learn 
but emotional intelligence people don't really work on that like no because maybe if you get old enough and you go to therapy or something you decide to do it yourself but for the most part it's not something we really encourage or penalize you know the lack of correct and 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 maybe i'm speaking for myself but as a woman uh, 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 a cishet straight woman you're almost forced to become emotional and intelligent like 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 your emotional intelligence can't like there are some women with low emotional intelligence but on the average most uh young girls are forced to be emotional intelligence like this is something that's upon you like you have to have empathy and sympathy you have to have understanding you have to have compassion you have to know these things in order to function in the world because for a lot of women it is life and death for us if we do not understand the shit that's happening around us emotionally so that we can be, be in tune with the things things that are happening around us yeah exactly i definitely agree with that um so yeah anyway i give it i give it a 75 it, i i think the thing that bothers me the most or fucks with me the most this is a good white person mm-hmm. and i don't mean that in like a pat them on the back give them cookies way i mean this is a person that that put in some work but at the end of the day they're not us they're not black so they they just don't get it and the most you can almost hope to under, get them to understand is that they don't get it you know for most people there, there's some white people that really truly have a lot of empathy and understanding in a way that is almost preternatural and in know in those cases you go oh they get it and you don't know necessarily how and why they get it but they just get it we all know a couple of these white folks probably in yeah. our lives where you're like oh that person just gets it and they're not pandering or bullshitting me they just innately he's a guy that probably has to work at it i've been around white people before where they're good on paper they're a plus white people when it comes to the racial litmus test or whatever mm-hmm. but a lot of it's because they're constantly working in their head to undo white supremacy in their brains it's a process to get to a point where they can even just like completely like have a conversation and for me those friendships have never really worked out because they don't feel comfortable around me because i feel like they're working and in my friendship space i strive to get people to a point where they don't have to work like we're your friends when you feel the most comfortable when you don't have to front when you when you cannot understand something when you don't have to always take a, a some type of uh equation and, and you can and, tell it's like put a it around yeah. it's like this this and this group is hot and this group is yeah. you know versus just it just naturally being a and, part and, of and i get it interact. it's difficult there's right. a lot of emotional people a lot of people marginalized folks are angry and taking it out on other folks mm-hmm. and stuff anyway i don't really doubt the dude's heart i just find this to be so white mm-hmm. and i think you know that's the reason i, ha- I can't give it like a zero or 25 because i am fucked with this mm-hmm. this is this is an example of like a person that did a lot to get to this moment and almost threw the whole fucking movie away it's hard enough you got will smith as the lead and obviously he did he did this movie before the chris rock shit but mm-hmm. your, your whole role out of this is gonna end up being him talking about chris rock and smacking him and shit which is already hard as fuck because you're not selling the movie you're mm-hmm. selling will smith the person back to to the world like is it okay for me to exist yet that ain't a good place to be in in the first place and then at the premiere you got this shit so yeah 75 um all right let's move on um still a little bit of black capitalism so we can give our uh sponsor a shout out you know definitely Mm want to make sure they get they uh get they love um uh why am i 
oh you know let's go with the other black capitalism uh theme song oh wait no wait where am i where am i oh i found it never mind i found a short version shout out to will smith i hear y'all talking but the only thing i'm listening to is that paper every day we get into that paper i hear the money talk i see you later that's right black capitalism this segment is brought to you by afro grind coffee afro grind coffee provides originally sourced coffee beans straight from the motherland not the other land ethiopia ethiopia tanzania and kenya specifically if there's one thing i know about the black yahoo tips listeners is that they be grinding and you need fuel for the grinding and i'm not talking cocaine shout out to push a t i'm talking about that caffeine the legal kind offer afro grind coffee is the fuel for my grind i had some this morning i had a meeting with the game theory people we need to talk about some things and i said i need to wake up you know what's gonna do the trick this afro grind coffee straight from tanzania my man Omat wants to empower people to follow their dreams especially black and brown people who face many obstacles a cup of fresh afro grind coffee is your daily inspiration and a reminder to continue grinding through the struggle and let me tell you something man when i grind them beans up because you got it's beans you got to get a grinder y'all they're not expensive but you need one mm-hmm. when i grind them beans up the smell the aroma of the fresh coffee it hit different y'all it does it hits different um so yeah you can get you some by going to afrogrindcoffee.com and putting in code tbgwt for a 10 percent discount it's the perfect gift for the coffee lover in your life and it's almost the holidays okay mm-hmm. get them some for Kwanzaa. get on it all right let's talk about these black folks that's making money steph curry documentary underrated heads to apple mm. yeah steph curry got him a uh a, 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 his own documentary uh apparently it's about his college and pro career so it's gonna talk about how you know he was underrated now if they don't have no footage of me and justin fouling him at the ymca i'm gonna be a little disappointed i don't think that's gonna be in because i'm sure a lot of people uh don't know this because he hasn't talked about it but all that stuff he does after a jump shot he got that from me and justin okay we used to be busting his ass and talking shit and we taught him how to stun on motherfuckers and i'm a little disappointed because he never gave me or justin the credit we deserve never gave you the credit but we gave him that we didn't give him nothing else i mean jump shot from his daddy you know i don't know the growth spurt came on his own he he ate drank some milk i don't know uh the handles all all that's him but the hit a shot and then be like acting crazy that's me that's justin and i'm a little disappointed that that's your imprint you know but i'm not gonna be mad at him get your money player get your money get your money boo boo we love to see it mm-hmm. megan the stallion makes history as the first black woman on the forbes 30 under 30 cover let's go first how is how sway <laughs> what how long falls been around since 1882 right been around forever no, no, y'all couldn't find one 
all these famous black people not cj madden walker or nobody anyway uh <laughs> that's the oldest purpose i can think of anyway uh not Mahalia jackson i mean right uh but yeah she uh but i guess it's 30 under 30 is supposed to be about earnings so i guess it's really more about the world mm-hmm. like no black woman has made enough money to be on the 30 under 30 list in the oh, history so niggas don't stop making money until they over 30 yeah i guess so i don't know she got the royalties ticket sales endorsements and merchandise uh she earned 13 million dollars in 2022 her endorsement resume includes nike revlon cash app popeyes and flaming hot cheetos mm-hmm. and she's uh, getting that marvel money yeah that, she's a hard-working woman i follow her on uh instagram mm-hmm. and she be you know talking about her traveling and shit like that like she'll be doing something and she'd be like yeah i did this then you know a few hours later i was traveling here i'm like god damn yeah yeah when she said she needed and then she got shot by she just when she said she rapped about anxiety and and then when she was on saturday night live and like broke down like crying and shit it was like yeah i can see that Mm -hmm. like she pushed herself hella hard yes she does that's baller floyd mayweather drops three hundred and thirty thousand dollars on a porsche after shopping spree at art basil Mm. i don't Mm. even know where that is in florida in miami um but yeah he, he bought a porsche uh and that's after he bought 1.7 million dollars on art pieces uh in art pieces at art basil Mm. yeah one of the art pieces i thought this was funny on social media they had video of it one of the art pieces was you put your credit your debit card in an atm and then it displays your balance and people was like putting their cards in to, to show their balance to see who had like the highest balance and all this stuff nigga though i know and it was some people were scared to do it and stuff but yeah it was i was like that's art hmm interesting that's art and happen to be like this negative you're gonna do it's gonna take your car in fact you owe me and more black capitalism news will end on this one okay ex louisiana democratic party chief karen carter peterson pleads guilty to fraud involving gambling with campaign funds she out here getting her smuggy on every day we get into this paper <laughs> shout out to smuggy that's a verb smuggy mitchell mm-hmm. if y'all listen to pregame y'all don't know much about y'all that. don't know much shout out to the pregame former senator karen carter peterson entered the plea before u.s district judge sarah vance court records show documents filed monday outlined a scheme in which she diverted more than ninety four thousand dollars in campaign funds for personal use Ooh. including for casino gambling prosecutor says she also arranged for another fifty three thousand dollars in state democratic funds to be kicked back to her by associates she arranged to be hired by the party who remain unidentified as of monday because snitches get stitches damn is she she out here with these black women just taking first class only and shit like that might be i think that was also in louisiana (laughs) uh i bet you uh what you call it gonna be her her judge applebottom that's not a name but you know i'm talking about the black woman gonna be her judge she gonna be that hook me up oh yeah yeah, I know. Yeah, I forget her name. Pinky, Judge Pinky, something, something. Yeah, like, I forget I her apple name. Apple bottom, my bad. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny about this is, I wonder if this is what happens. <laughs> is this what happened when your party doesn't have a fair shot of winning elections? So it's like, you know what, man? Why should I spend money to get out the vote 
when i could just go put it all on red <laughs> come on i got two on black we can rent out bourbon street and have a time or we could like you know actually try to win this election that we know they ain't gonna let us win ah uh yeah so she uh is gonna be sentenced today Oh, sentencing was scheduled today a maximum sentence already be sentenced maximum sentence of 20 years but it's uncertain how harsh her sentence will be she did sign a plea agreement and cooperated with prosecutors okay but then they're gonna listen to years yeah uh her, her attorney said earlier this month that she paid back all the fraudulently obtained money vance has given attorneys until november 30th to file arguments regarding the sentencing uh she's 52 she was elected to the state house in 1999 and to the state senate in 2010 she ran twice unsuccessfully for congress she lost a u.s house election last year to another new orleans democrat troy carter so yeah but hey look that's black capitalism you love you love to see us get dirty okay that's the american dream okay black capitalism not always a good feel good story Mm y'all um and i'm looking on for news about her to see oh see there's an update i don't see any updates from the day so i guess we'll find out later push the trial back or some shit yeah everything i see is from like a month ago is the latest update and it said she was disbarred so uh all right y'all that's it for black capitalism Ah! uh let's do some uh guess the race and then we'll get out of here you know before we get into guest the race i have to talk about another podcast that we listen to from time to time we even were featured on a couple times called best of the left and it's unlike anything else out there because it's all about curation rather than creation jay tomlinson has been producing the show since its inception and i'm talking about deep in the game like 16 years a long time <laughs> like before podcast was podcast they you know yeah you had to have tech savvy yeah back when you had the, the rotating wheel on the ipod okay mine here somewhere the one that looked like a brick um you could literally knock somebody out with that yeah you probably can't fit one podcast on it with the memory space now but <laughs> right anyway um he um he's used his years of experience to shape each episode in ways that dive deeper and bring out more details on topics than is usually possible from a single source what he does is he curates a bunch of stuff him and his team they curate stuff from all over uh the spectrum of of progressive social uh, uh podcast and entertainment and they put it in one place each show is basically centered around a topic mm-hmm. and it allows people to go into deeper dives and more information i remember it's very educational they took a clip from karen after baltimore uh after freddie gray died and there was some uh uprising in baltimore and uh, karen just went off for like 10 15 20 minutes i don't, I don't remember how long it was I, I just fell back and they put that clip on best of the left you know and we got listeners from that we got people that loved it and um you know it was very cool of them to to even uh do that you know so yeah i, I check it out best of the left uh it's everywhere that you get podcast um 
and uh you know do i i I, you know we think they do a good job and it also is a good way to get multiple perspectives because i know we are left of center i don't think we're like the extreme progressive wing we're definitely you know we're we're black and all this other shit but we got you know we have our, our ways and stuff too yes but it's good to get a multiple looks and opinions and i think they do that over there well they do all right guess the race time speaking of not progressive this is a game we go around the globe and <laughs> we guess the race of the people involved in these stories and of course karen and the chat room play along and they are racist all right that's got a little problem um all right first story a man was arrested after stealing 1.3 thousand dollars worth of toothbrushes from walgreens what yeah yep thirteen hundred seventy five dollars in toothbrushes i didn't even know there was that is many it, in there is it trying to buff his body i mean you gonna have the most cleanest teeth i don't understand where you're gonna give it to the homeless who needs as many toothbrushes uh employee, That's a lifetime worth of toothbrushes employees and other witnesses saw tracy j mofield 37 as islam morado islam morado that sounds like that's a place islam morado sounds like what races like what yes. islamophobic people call a place with too many miles get it yes where you from islamorado or something hmm? like no I, what no what how do we get here sir i see you wearing that turban you you islam you you from islamorado ain't you I'm like no i'm no i'm no. from new jersey and also i'm a sikh like well, calm down right. um but yeah he walked out of the store with six electric toothbrushes without paying for them he was then seen driving off in a white Lexus. Wow. Wow. Is he buffing the Lexus with him? He's like, listen, I need electric toothbrushes to clean these rims. Okay. Apparently so. This is a Lexus, baby. Uh, they said they found his Lexus, but he sped away. They did not pursue him at the time due to safety concerns. They said he and his Lexus was spotted again later on. Deputy said the suspect told authorities he stole the toothbrushes and threw them off of the Long Key Bridge. And he was booked into the jail what the fuck kind of electric toothbrushes six of them is worth thirteen hundred seventy five dollars with, with, with them them top of the line sonicares it must have been something they must have been something that i didn't know this was possible to electric toothbrushes i gotta do the, i have to, to do, do the, the math, math. on that yeah. thirteen seventy five divided by what they say six divided by six two hundred thirty dollars a toothbrush them son- I've looked for them Sonic. Them Sonicares be like, uh, yeah, we wiggle, we jiggle. Yeah, you're gonna pay two hundred something dollars. I put two twenty nine tooth. This just said tooth repair. <laughs> tooth like is okay. Oral B two forty nine. Okay, Oral B nine connect IO series nine connected devices yeah, they at Best could, Buy. They can connect to your phone now and, and tell you if you brush your teeth right. He must have got it on sale. It's two forty nine at Best Buy. It was two ninety nine before they had it on they sale so okay all right well can I guess the race of this man who said he threw the toothbrushes in the fucking off the bridge what was his name again his name was tracy j mofield i'm gonna go white all right let's see the chat room white enough that be passed over and arrested rather than beaten to death 
white white he did not want to spend money for the toothbrushes for his dental practice white white i can't use electric toothbrushes i had to get it uh, okay uh well, pearly white three names white atlanta tracy black white didn't get shot why does his teeth white the correct answer is and i was waiting for somebody to say why does his teeth but white yes one person did miss it yeah for the fact that you got all these toothbrushes you didn't use them you throw you throw them over the bridge you ain't give them to your family your friends i don't believe he did that i think he really kept them somewhere that makes sense because i was like you ain't stealing no tooth no two and something dollar i'm also upset that he's not smiling in his mug shot if you buy if you steal thirteen hundred dollars worth of toothbrushes you should be smiling yeah I, I spent 200 something dollars on toothbrush y'all gonna get all these teeth a man hit a store clerk if you can call him that uh over a karen crack a florida man is facing a felony charge for allegedly striking a female dollar tree employee who called his wife a karen during a dispute last night over grocery bags Police were dispatched around 8.20 p.m. Wednesday to the discount car store in Clearwater following an alleged battery on the 20-year-old worker. According to investigators, Genesis Sanchez Canales, the Dollar Tree employee, we're not guessing her race, got into an argument with a female customer over grocery bags. The customer eventually began to videotape the victim due to the verbal argument. In response to being filmed, Canales called the woman a Karen. At this point, cops alleged the customer's husband open hand slapped the victim to her left cheek because it's a slur now karen your name is a slur it's the k-word uh when (laughs) i won't take my name back make karen great again (laughs) fuck this y'all i'm sorry i won't take my name back i always think of that one song i think it's when we fresh is that Karen's not the same as nigga. Nobody ever yes! called you that with the hand on the trigger. Come on. Um, when officers responded to the store, they arrested Jason Allen Dobbins, 41. Since Dobbins has a prior battery conviction, you don't say. He was convicted with the felony for allegedly striking Canales. Uh, after being read his rights, Dobbins reportedly said there was a verbal altercation which occurred over the grocery bags, but that he no longer wanted to speak about the Karen confrontation uh the oh we don't want to talk about it no more the karen confrontation coming up next yes the karen Co- confrontation, confrontation. <laughs> uh a clearwater cop reported that the charged offense was observed by an independent witness and that arrest of affidavit offers no specifics about the grocery bag dispute um so guess the race he did post twenty five hundred dollars bond in the morning after spending the night in the jail white all right let's see what what the what the chat room thinks florida thug equal white three names serial killer white one of the clear crackers from clear water why he tay white wait why he tay white and the posted bond he gotta call her k okay white very offended karen white 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 karen white correct answer is everyone said white you got it right I feel like slapping her did not do what you wanted it to do to disprove that she was a Karen. All right. I feel like slapping the the person that called her a Karen 
just solidifies her karen it's just like oh yeah you definitely is a karen mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah so oh my goodness oh the whites are going through it today having the time let's get to the ah! bonus round how can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. Gold, gold chain wearing, fried chicken and biscuits, monkey, baboon, big guy, fast running, high jumping spear, chucking 360 degree basketball. Cops accused cops, accused Waffle House wallet thief, explained that the money was calling me. What? Like them hash browns? Tell us this. <laughs> Scatters, smothered, chopped, chunked. Uh, after being accused, arrested for stealing a, wall, a wallet that a patron mistakenly left on a wild ma- Waffle House, Waffle House counter, Juanita Morton reportedly confessed to the, why are you shaking your head, Karen? Wow. Uh, reportedly confessed to the theft and gave cops an explanation for her actions. The money was calling to me. According to Florida police, the victim paid their Waffle House tab early Monday morning, but forgot their wallet on the counter. The wallet contained credit cards and $2,286 in cash. Ooh, bold move, God. That's a lot of cash to have on person. And at the same time, I feel like the kind of person that has that much cash on hand would be eating at a Waffle House. Like, yeah, yeah. and I feel like maybe that that money wasn't reported to the IRS, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, that money ain't going nobody's taxes. As a matter of fact, surprise! It's a wallet, not a brown paper bag. As ah! as reported by security camera, recorded. I'm sorry, as recorded by security camera. The 47 year old Morton was seen on video looking around, putting her hat on top of the victim's wallet on the counter. She then slid that hat and the wallet onto her hand with discretion uh morton then quickly leaves the establishment while her husband because the cook is the the cashier is the server they ain't got time to be looking at you morton then quickly leaves the establishment while her husband and child are left inside the restaurant to pay (gasps) what morton who works at a nursing home lives about eight miles from the waffle house aided by a regular ass customer right aided by security footage police subsequently identified morton as the theft suspect well, then then yeah, can we get a description? Oh, there she is. She just walked through the front door. Hey, baby, you ready for your number two? The fuck is this? You eight miles away. During the question in the police report, Morton admitted to swiping the wallet because the money was calling to me. Uh, she was arrested on felony grand theft charge and booked in the county jail. She was released at the post of $2,000 bond uh, with a wallet she found in the police station. Morton's rap sheet includes four separate misdemeanor theft convictions. She graduated to felonies. All right, Karen, guess the race of Juanita Morton. Black. Karen's going black. Black like she like her steak well done. <laughs> she needed the Christmas money, nigga shit. It is theft when I, is it theft when I'm fine, when it's finders keepers? The money was calling me, gave this away before her name did. Black, black, med tech, black, black, black trying to buy the kids christmas abandoned her entire family for a few grand black-hearted negroes well she didn't abandon them she just went out to the car and said i didn't wait yeah on. she didn't leave black that's my cousin black 
a selfish darkie should have shared the i guess with the staff and then they wouldn't have snitched only white people would be keeping that kind of cash on a white they just running around that bitch that took it was a nigga jesus devil bitch <laughs> sister kwanzaa 2k black uh nah she was gone black <laughs> she was gone cyber what <laughs> what they said she left them behind while they paid for the meal why it don't matter. She, isn't she, it bad enough she left her baby and husband in. that looked around where your mom at that mom out there sitting in the car y'all ready to go no well, goddamn can we at least finish eating he getting texts and page hurry up get in to go bag we just, we just got our food stop we eating and go, go. Yeah. we got waffles at home we got waffles at home that's exactly what she told them her husband and the poor baby and they're trying to enjoy their meal mama done left them in there oh my god oh man real tears real tears <laughs> that version of that version of the theft is 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 way wilder and funnier right you said it in my your version but but i mean but cypher said she just left like the end of fucking uh, unusual uh, unusual suspects got in the car left and they had no ride <laughs> y'all better get an uber he get a text y'all better get an uber but she y'all said, came here with us she said two thousand dollars i get a new family <laughs> yes shit <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway everybody said black everybody you got it right yeah this picture of her too is just like oh i feel like i know her mm-hmm. so sad Mm-mm-mm. hope she don't catch a felony hopefully the yeah, money got back to the person fly through two thousand dollars imagine you the person that got to explain to the cops two thousand dollars in cash you know they confiscating that shit until they can figure out where it came from right oh what a pain in the ass uh anyway karen congrats you went three for three yeah uh it's time to wrap this up with some uh sword ratchetness sword ratchetness is when we go around the globe find different stories about swords and we try to raise awareness about the scourge that these swords are to our society because not enough people are talking about them uh in this case a widow of a factory worker who was hacked to death with a samurai sword by drugged up feral teenagers sues the factory bosses for two hundred thousand pounds for putting him in harm's way oh don't they go feral when they know talk about animals yeah but these are some feral teenagers they different over there in the uk apparently so and there, there was a rabbit or something a widow whose ha- husband was hacked to death with samurai sword uh by two drugged up feral teenagers as soon as employers um she said that um they had him working outside of the pharmacy the pharmaceutical company factory i mean and that put him in danger he suffered over a hundred stab wounds. Woof! They want to be sure he died. Sue your ass too. What the fuck I'm doing? What, what are they doing? He is his job the the the, the groundskeeper. No, what the fuck he doing out there? Uh, suffered over a hundred stab wounds in an unprovoked frenzied attack with the martial arts weapon. It was captured on CCTV in his mobile phone. That's his right. They teenage, got everything. His teenager. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They got everything recorded. His teenager oh, killers, Kerry and Arnshaw and Luke Gawk. 
roger 18 and 16 respectively were jailed for life um in september 2020 after pleading guilty to the murder wilson was working for the pharmaceutical company uh as a night shift supervisor his role was to work inside the factory that made the household cleaning products as well as the heroin substitute methadone and painkiller codeine well that's what they got (gasps) according to a writ filed in the high court he and other employees were asked to move on trespassers trespassers who outside the factory were a smoking shelter where a smoking shelter was often used by teens for drinking and taking drugs so they were like even though you ain't security we need you to go out there and confront these kids oh, yeah i'll sue the hell out of you to fuck that hire somebody to do this job the company were where they had a problem as they had previously employed a security firm to patrol the area around the premises the security firm were dismissed after three months as bosses at thornton and ross were dissatisfied with their work mr wilson had worked for the company for three years when he and his colleagues noticed a group of youths gathering outside the premises on january 20 uh the uh 2020 and asked them to leave while most of the group left the those two remained with the younger teen and claimed he had lost his phone wilson helped him look for the phone and pulled out er, then earnshaw pulled out a blue samurai sword with his tracksuit bottoms uh from his tracksuit bottoms and launched the attack the pair took turns slashing and stabbing wilson and even attempted to hack off his head god damn nobody checked nobody was like hey where the boss at uh the cctv footage captured um one of the kids saying uh who was 15 at the time shouting get his head i want to cut his head kia i want to cut i want to cut his head oh no yeah i i agree that is not good that is not what that is not how kids should behave um so yeah his colleague tried to intervene and they got cut and needed okay so it was somebody else out there okay and needed 12 hour surgery to like repair their hands and shit god damn they fucked them up too mm-hmm. um so yeah um at one point they even paused the assault to rifle through mr wilson's pockets for money before resuming to freshly repeatedly slash his body and stab him <gasps> mm-hmm they were arrested uh they fled before the police arrived but were arrested after officers deployed their tasers and incapacitant spray interesting uh they don't use guns over there really tasers and incapacitant spray and the thing is uh swords are so inconvenient quote unquote that they had to slice them up like they had a gun who knows they could have gotten to the building and shot everybody up Mm mm-hmm well still they you know they shouldn't even have a sword unregistered no this is why it's important to try to stop this shit man um all right y'all that's it for this episode and uh we'll see you saturday for feedback and then like i said after that who fucking knows because you know gonna be doing all about yeah, a bunch try, of shit yeah, trying to get our schedule and stuff together yeah. we will be around so y'all will be hearing from us just not as consistent as you do now uh shout out to everybody and uh yay roger for season two we, i'm happy i'm excited for you and i know that the audience is too oh yeah oh yeah um i'm excited as well and uh you know ready to get to work all right y'all that's it until next time oh you know premium people don't forget you got any questions hit me up on the email all right until next time love you i love you too